true today because I threatened to punch you in the face. <laughs> I'm really sorry. You know, here's the thing. You Should s- we explain what happened? Yes. Okay, hey, well, first, it's the Producer Michelle podcast. I think this is episode number 18. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure. I, I don't know. I didn't write it down. I'm not as prepared today as I normally am just because it's been a crazy day. And I got to leave a little early because my mom is headed to my house right now. And so if, if I'm not there by the time she gets there, she's going to just be hanging out in the driveway. And, and you, Old lady you, hanging out in the driveway in her car. What's she going to say? Trying to call me. She's, what's she going to be saying? I'm here. Where are you? are not home. You're not home. Well, no, actually, she'd be like, you're not home. Where are you? I, I, I don't. You're supposed to be home. We're supposed to go do something. Yeah, that's what she'd be. Are you doing the. Uh, well, it's a happy birthday. By well, the way. thank you. My birthday is tomorrow. Yes. Yes, thank you. Uh, are you doing this for your birthday? Is this like yes. a you and mom? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I threatened to punch Justin in the face today because <laughs> we had a really frustrating conversation on the air with Handel this morning. As, as you know, if you've listened to this podcast, I produce uh, the Bill Handel Show. And this morning we were talking about the Olympics and we were talking about when the opening ceremonies were going to air here in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And it was super confusing if you tried to find out online because every, you know, every newspaper writes it in their own time zone. So you, oh, I found it. So you're looking, you're looking it up. And then I finally found the website out of Britain that had like a countdown, like 10 hours until the, you know, until the opening ceremonies actually start in Rio. And so I figured, then I realized, okay, 10 hours, that would make it 8 p.m. Rio time. That's 4 p.m. our time is when they start. But <laughs> because the pucker butts at the Olympics <laughs> don't want anybody to yes, see please. anything before they decide when you're going to see it, they're delaying the opening ceremonies on television. So when they start today at 8 p.m. in Rio and 4 p.m. California time, we can't watch it at 4 p.m. California time. We're not going to see it until 8 p.m. California time. <laughs> Because they don't want anybody to see anything before they put it on NBC, and and uh, instead of NBC just airing it live at four o'clock, I don't know. It's just it's stupid. yeah, because you could just DVR it. Yeah. So we were having this conversation, and Handel was saying, "Well, it starts here, and it's an hour delayed." And, it's, and I was, we were getting so fried. I'm like, "Let me explain it. <laughs> Let me explain it to everybody listening." And I attempted to explain it, and I I thought I did a pretty good job. But what happened when I was explaining it originally? Is Handel was jumping in, Bender was jumping in. Yeah, you stayed out of it, I think. I started much. to say something, and you. Here's the thing: I've noticed Michelle has involuntary movements that where uh, <laughs> she did like a like a. I don't know how to. It's like a cut, like a, like a but wave not off. towards your neck. It was like pointed in a general direction to which nobody, because Michelle's her back to me, so it was just like a uh, like that, like you a were, wave off, kind of. But you just. But you it wasn't directed towards you. It no. was just because I I talk with my hands. I, I said, "Well, I did that." I went, "What?" And it was just like a quick like. But you weren't. And I well, because I kept saying, "Let." Let me explain it. And finally, you turn handles mic off. Yes. So I could say, here's the deal. Because they're also trying to, um, they're, they're being pucker butts over the streaming feed, too. 
they're trying to block the streaming feed. So you could, the last Olympics, you could watch everything live on your tablet or on your phone. You just went onto the website. You could watch everything streaming. Well, they're trying to block that in certain time zones now. So it's all crazy and stupid. And then, so what happened was a couple, about 20 minutes later, Jennifer Jones Lee, who's our one of our new news anchors, and uh, she hangs out with us in Handle on the News in the morning. She goes in and she she went into you while you were sitting in the in the. She came into the studio and she said, uh, "There's a guy who's calling the newsroom. We've gotten a couple phone calls, uh, and they're saying that the TV says that the Olympics start at seven o'clock. So they're confused because." And I go, I don't know how they could possibly, because <laughs> Handel thought it was this hilarious bit to say 18 times. Right. And he was trying to talk over me before yeah. you turned off his mic. So it was very confusing. And so, uh, so I said, okay. And I kind of looked at her and go, well, what do you want me to do exactly? <laughs> and she goes, can you ask Michelle if they can clarify, please? So then Justin proceeds to hit the little talk back button. Right. So in so the commercial breaks, I can hit a button. I can hit a button, only talk to Michelle's headphones or Handel's headphones. And I hit the one that put it in the whole studio in there. We're in a commercial break. <laughs> and I said, uh, so people are calling the newsroom com- uh, confused about the time. This is, And this is exactly as we're coming back from the break. Right. Uh, like 20 seconds, if that. I said, can you clarify it for them? And I cut you off. Yes. And I said, I'm going to punch you in the face. Because I thought, because you are who you are, yeah. I thought you were totally screwing with me. To make fun of the 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 animated conversation that I we were previously having, yes, and then, and then you looked at me like like such a like a hurt puppy dog. I felt so bad, and then I realized that it was a legitimate question. And then from I re- Jennifer Jones Lee, and you said, and "Are like, you no, kidding?" Really? And I said, "No, seriously." And I'm like, "Oh, I'm sorry." <laughs> <laughs> and then I said later, "I would never punch you in the face, even if I say it. I would never punch you in the yeah. face." Well, you could. I don't think you would ever punch me. I don't no. know, but you could. Like I said, you could say I wasn't. I wasn't offended. <laughs> Here's the thing. Comedically, I know that the the reaction to you going, "I'm going to punch you in the face," <laughs> is to sit there and be afraid. Like I don't know why my mind works that way, but I wasn't genuinely afraid that you were mad at me or didn't think you were going to hit me. But it is, to be honest, though, angry Michelle is very funny. <laughs> Realize that because you, you have so much frustration that happens in your day that goes unknown okay, okay. to the majority of the listeners. Right. And so here's another story from the day before when Handel made a comment towards the end of Handel on the news about how the Olympic torch was lit. Yes. Okay. You remember this? Yes. Okay. He so, said it was put in a magnifying glass at right, the top of Mount use, At Mount Olympus, Olympus they, they use a magnifying glass. And I'm thinking like a magnifying glass, like you're holding it and there's Sherlock a torch Holmes. on the ground. Yeah. And then you, and, okay, which I'm sure, which works. I mean, people burn ants that way. So, which is a terrible thing, by the way. You shouldn't burn ants. They're a very important part of our ecosystem, whether you believe it or not. Are they a new sponsor? No. Oh. <laughs> so he, he made the comment, and, and it wasn't that I didn't believe him, but he said that's still the way they do it today. And, and in my head, I'm thinking, well, with all the new technology, it has to be a little bit different. And so I gave him a look, and of course he goes, look it up, look it up, look it up. So I'm trying to look it up, up against the clock, yes. and he keeps asking me, and I'm like, wait a second, I'm trying to figure it out. And, I, and finally, I come across, after after I go, well, it looks like you're right. They use something similar. I don't know if it's a, and he's like, it's a magnifying glass. I'm like, no, it's not exactly a magnifying glass, but it's the same kind of thing. So, yes, you're right. So then during the break, I found the video of the actual lighting ceremony that they do, which is like an hour and a half long. Ugh. So 
And they do it every four years, or well, every two years now, because they do it for both Olympics. So what they do is they're on uh, this on Mount, Mount Olympus, and they all dress up in these like ancient Grecian like a outfits. Greek a Greek chorus. Like if you see an old of, Greek yeah. tragedy, there's men and there's yeah. women. There's a whole bunch of people watching it, and they go through this whole thing where they chant and 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 speak in ancient Greek. Like they do the tradition of what it was like back in ancient Greece when they first did this. And on the ground is a parabolic mirror. Okay, it's called a parabolic mirror. So it looks like, like a, a big bowl. It looks like a big aluminum bowl okay and at one point the woman comes over and she takes the torch and she puts it in and it looks like there's there was some kind of oil in it or something maybe not you couldn't really tell but she puts it in there and then after 10 or 15 seconds it lights up okay so it ignites so i'm trying to show handle this during the break and i said here he goes well it's a magnifying glass i go well it's not really let me show you i could show you right here watch it so he, he i said here's the whole ceremony he's like we got to fast forward. We got to fast forward. Like, fast forward. I'm like, if you would wait 10 seconds and watch the 10 <laughs> second part where she lights the flame, you would see what happens. And so it took, and so he was, you were talking to me and he's like, he's telling me to fast forward. And I'm like, just wait 10 seconds. God damn it. Because I remember now talking to you. That I'm you like, just Justin, shut up. Because I was arguing with Handel. Justin trying to talk to me, and I was like, Justin, shut up. But I had to ask you a question, or maybe I was trying to tell you a podcast was it? I don't know, but I do remember that. So I apologize for that as well. But that's why Michelle, Angry Michelle, to me, is so funny, is because it's such a, uh, it's a big part of the show behind the scenes. Yes. <laughs> for at least me. It's a little, uh, it's a little show that I get to see, but the rest of the listeners don't get to enjoy what, unless yeah. it pops. What you see behind the scenes is me sometimes losing my temper with somebody who can't wait 10 seconds to see the result of something he is asking about. <laughs> and so he's walking away and I'm like, wait the 10, I can't wait 10 seconds. Well, wait to 10 seconds and watch it. And so sometimes I, I'm very good about it on the air, about not losing my mind because he is very frustrating in that way sometimes where he has no patience. Yeah. I like so, it when he tells you he casts something into the studio and then expects that you can then translate what he's looking for immediately, and then pluck it from the interweb uh, like that. Here's here's how Bill thinks, and this is a lot of behind the scenes of the show. Here's how Bill thinks: is when he says something on the air, if he makes a comment on the air, and I am sitting right with him in the studio, I have all these tabs up while I'm working on the show. I'm looking for, I'm watching the news, checking to see if there's anything new coming out, looking for breaking news, um, doing some website stuff. And every once in a while, he'll throw something out in the middle of a topic. And he'll say, well, I think that's what it is. Or there's some, you know, some case in 1975, blah, 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 right? And he'll say, well, why don't, well, let's look that up. And what he doesn't realize is the way he's just explained it sometimes, if you type all those things into a search engine, the thing will blow up because it has no idea. <laughs> and so then during the break, I attempt to clarify well, what, what are you looking for? What's the, what are you looking for the answer to? And he'll give me a question that is so – he goes, well, just type that question. And it's so convoluted, he doesn't know how it works sometimes. Like you put it into ask.com or Bing, you put the question in. It doesn't come up as the answer you want right away. Sometimes you have to ask it in a different way. You have to figure out the best way to ask it to get the best results to answer your question. Tell me, I don't. Th this isn't a quote of something, but this is, I'm trying to give an example. He would ask something to the effect of, 
what were the difference statistically between skateboard head injuries and football injuries yes. in the ages of 10 to 14 in the last 10 years? Yes, and he would expect that I would have an answer like, like you, that. Because you could type fast, that all you would do is ask the internet that and hit exact enter. Question, and then, and then it would be the answer like uh, 14%. No, because what happens sometimes <laughs> is by typing exactly what he asks, I get WTF as a response <laughs> from whatever search engine. So I have to figure out how to reword. Now I can type fast. So usually if he asks something on the air, I can get him a response pretty quick. But he always thinks that I that he can he can ask me something 10 seconds before he goes back on the air. Hey, could you look up this? And then he's staring at me waiting for the answer and I'm like, "Okay, it's going to just take me a little more than 10 seconds to type it and then to find the right result." Because you can't find always the right the right result isn't always the first one. Right. It's just it all depends on how you put the question in there. What order it also speaks to uh, how much uh, how 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 much he how do I say this how much he knows that you do a great job like yes. how much trust he puts in you that you're just going to crush it every time that he's almost spoiled by that I appreciate that which is it's very very flattering but I wish he had a little bit slightly lower expectation for an answer five seconds after he's you, asked me a very convoluted question. When you say lower, I think you're probably mispronouncing the word realistic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, so Michelle said, I'm going to punch you in your face. And I apologize This is the first that. time you've done that where I was asking you a real question. You didn't go to HR about that, right? No, not okay. yet. I haven't had time. Okay. But, um... <laughs> but I wanted to thank you all for you guys brought me a cake. Mm-hmm. Which was hilarious. Because <laughs> it fell apart. It was a very delicious cake. It was very pretty. I put a picture of it up on the website at kfim640.com, keyword producer Michelle. It's a very pretty cake with flowers on it, which we all thought were edible until Justin and I both tried them and almost broke our teeth. <laughs> it was gross. Thank God. It's that sugar that they used to make. So- it's this new thing with cake, and I don't understand it. They do this with, like, Cake Boss and all these uh, cake shows. They make everything uh, look amazing. Like, right. oh, we built the, the New York skyline in a cake, right? But when you take a bite out of the cake, it tastes like chemical garbage. Right, exactly. Uh, how is it good? The, the whole purpose <laughs> of a cake is, is to not be artistic and to look at. It's to ingest. To eat it. Yes. So, so how, how is it a cake? Is, the edible parts of this cake were delicious. The chocolate cake and the vanilla cake that were in there were really good. There's a lot of sugar. The flowers should but also flowers, be edible. Yeah, usually on a cake, sometimes you, you see like yes. flowers made out of frosting, and it's that softer frosting or a little bit, you know, hard, but, you know, kind of crunchy. But this cake was like, I thought it was plastic. I thought the flowers were plastic. Because they look, but then we're also spoiled. See, that's what I'm saying. We need to go back to the They were 80s. very pretty. If there's something that looks realistic, okay, on a cake, it should be a plastic truck or plastic people so atop a wedding cake. Take it off. So you take it off, you, sit, you lick the frosting off of their feet. And then you set it aside. <laughs> All right? And then you get to dig into the delicious. I don't care if it's a supermarket cake. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. But when, you're, when you look at a flower, and now I've been uh, fooled thanks to uh, Cake Boss Buddy, and I, <laughs> I take a petal off of a flower and go, this is going to be amazing. And then I eat it. Hey, you chip your tooth. And you get a tiny, yeah, you chip a tooth. You get a tiny bit of sweetness followed by the most bitter. Like, I've oh. had cough syrup that tasted sweeter than those flowers yeah did. it was it the the, fl- the cake itself was really good but and the, the one the big petal i had i bit into it i'm like i go i don't know if this is real and i started eating it and they could hear the crunch from across the room They're like no that's plastic and i said to him i go at first i'll be honest at first i was like no no this is this is like made of sugar it's supposed to be eaten by about halfway through <laughs> chewing i i could have been wrong 
I've never chewed on plastic and been able to break it down that easily, but I've also never tasted uh, frosting that bad. It was awful. But the cake was good. The oh, chocolate the cake, cake was, was good. The vanilla cake was good. It was delicious. So you brought me cake, which was mm. really nice, and you guys brought me balloons, and that was very, very sweet. But it, here's the thing. It's very disappointing because when it's somebody else's birthday on the show, Michelle, like, decorates. There's like a... <laughs> disappointing it is well it's disappointing to watch it makes me feel bad that's why i kind of asked them like our birthday's kind of a big deal like here's the thing i feel bad uh because we didn't even know it was your birthday until like three <laughs> days ago kind of well, a thing I and i don't advertise my birthday right it's not a big deal to me my birthday is really not a big deal to me i have no hang-ups about celebrating my birthday or not celebrating my birthday i embrace my age i'm 44 so it doesn't you know it doesn't bother me um and I do birthday like, – I always like to do birthdays for other people. Like, I like decorating people's desks, and I like doing all this stuff. I really don't care if people do it for me. It's really sweet when people do, but it doesn't – like, if I walked in today and there was nothing there, it wouldn't bother me at all. Yeah. wouldn't bother me at all. Well, next year, buckle up, <laughs> because now that I know when your birthday is – I gave myself a pass this year because you, this is my first year for your birthday. Are you going to hit me in the face with a Pokemon ball, like the Pokemon yes. Revenge people? <laughs> no, but Hiding I'm going to do corner. a little something, probably stuff you won't like completely, but oh, it'll be God. fun for everyone. Oh, please, no. It's going to be great. It doesn't involve pony, right? Uh-huh. Does it involve pony? I couldn't get a horse in here, but if I find a way to, I will. No. Or even the song. Yeah, maybe I'll get you a stripper. That would be nice on the radio. Channing. Channing. I'll try. Okay, good. Okay. Maybe I can get it a, a lookalike. Anyway, you were talking about Pokemon fighting back? Yeah, we were talking about that video. It's just, it's funny. It's up on Handel's Facebook page. In in this little town in Switzerland, um, they it has like 17 million views. It's called like Pokemon Go Revenge. <laughs> and there's a bunch of people in the back of a truck dressed like Pikachu with these giant balls that look like the, the Pokemon Poke- balls. Yeah. And they just, like, nail people with the balls. They have a giant slingshot. I think that first guy, the first guy in the video. That had to be a setup. That one looks set up because they just pelted him and he fell back into a fountain and chased him. It's funny. Don't get me wrong. I think that was a setup. But it's just funny. They're running around the city just kind of hitting people with the the Pokemon balls. The the people who are on their phones who are probably playing Pokemon Go. Yes. Anyway, so that's funny. Um, So I wanted to tell you, we went, I went to... I'm going to Sam Manuel tonight with my mom. I'm taking her. We're going to dinner, have a nice little dinner, and gamble a little. But I was at Sam Manuel last uh, last Saturday because Friday I get a text message from my casino host oh, over there. My <laughs> casino host, she and said, she people. said, she said, "Hey, it's our 30th anniversary. We're having this special VIP dinner tomorrow night. Would you like to come?" And I've been invited to stuff like that before, special dinners and stuff, but they normally happen during the week, so I couldn't go. And so I said, well, sure. And she goes, you could bring a friend. So it's you and, and a friend. I was like, okay, something to do, right, on a on a Saturday night. And and then I just had to figure out who was going to go because my husband was working and all that stuff. And I said, so I said, yeah, you know, put me down for two tickets. And she texts me back and she gets, she says, by the way, Bruno Mars is performing. And I was like, oh, my God, that's really cool. And they don't have an amphitheater or anything like that. So I'm thinking, okay, where is he performing? Okay, it must be in the ballroom or something. So I invited Jennifer Jones Lee to come with me, and she was available. So she came with me out there, and we walk. It's 30th anniversary, so it's a big deal for Samuel. They started out as this little tiny um, 2,000-seat bingo room, and now they're this 450,000-square-foot casino. It's huge. They don't have a hotel, which is fine. They have a deal with the Hampton Inn that's up the street. But they, I mean, it's it's an awesome casino. I love it. It's a lot of fun. They got a lot of great restaurants and some great bars and stuff. 
So we went there and we went to go get our, you know, little tickets and we get this little lanyard that's gold and it's kind of thick and it says, you know, 30th anniversary, Bruno Mars. So we're like, great. So we walk into the place where they had it, which was in the bingo room, which is a huge bingo room upstairs. And they had it kind of cut off a little bit. So it was a little bit smaller, a little more intimate. And they had a step and repeat. <laughs> they had this big step and repeat where you can go take pictures. Like a red carpet? Like a red carpet that's kind of awesome. thing. And then we walk in, the first thing you see is this giant ice sculpture, right? Big giant ice sculpture of their logo and all these crab, giant crab legs and giant shrimp. And there's people walking around with meatballs on a stick and, and, you know, chicken skewers. How many people are there? We were at table 76 and there were, there had to be 80 tables. I'm thinking, look like there were 80 tables and there were 10 people at each table. So there had to be 800 people plus the staff. So I'm thinking this room had probably about a thousand people in it. So it was a relatively small group of people. And we sit down and they have, you know, the little menu for dinner and they have your little salad in front of you. And it was like a tricolor salad with um, balsamic dressing. It was really good and mozzarella. And then you looked at the menu because I'm like, oh, well, what's the menu? So I opened the menu and it says, you know, it tells you about your little salad. And then it tells you about the entree, which was an eight ounce filet. And a big gigantic lobster tail. It didn't say big gigantic lobster tail. This was <laughs> big gigantic lobster tail. And then they had a dessert and then all like the wine. It's all that stuff was free. Right? So it's all free. So you get this really free dinner, you know, and during dinner they had some speakers from Sam Manuel talking about what it was like thirty years ago and what it's like today and how they're doing and employees and the tribal council. It was very moving to you know, see what they've done for themselves and their own communities and the communities surrounding them. So then after the dinner was, it's like, I'm thinking, okay, Bruno Mars is here. He's going to play like 15 minutes, right? No. He played, like, so Bruno Mars comes out and he plays for literally an hour, almost an hour and a half. It's like a full-blown concert for a thousand people in this tiny little room. And, of course, he played this song. which is my favorite. Now, I saw the video of this, and we talked about this a little bit. I think the um, audio was crappy in the video because right, it was but, my phone. But, but this is uh, Michelle when uh, she found out that Channing Tatum was going to the Magic Mike show. Yeah! And you could hear her doing her little yeah! in the background of this. Yes. I, I, <laughs> it was awesome. So he performed just he performed for a solid hour like almost an hour and a half. He had his full band there. They were great, fantastic. The sound on my phone sounds kind of crappy because it's my cell phone and I had it turned up all the way. But if you were in the room, the sound sounded great. Like And it it's essentially perfect. in a hotel banquet room. It was kind a, of? yeah, and they had they had stuff on the walls that looked like it was trying to deaden the sound mm. so that make the sound better. But they had a full setup for the sound guys and all that stuff. It was absolutely amazing. He performed all of his greatest hits. He performed just everything. He was so energetic and so much fun. He did a bunch of covers. It was an hour and a half. It was like a private concert. And the best thing about it was, because it was in this room, you could literally walk up to the stage and take fo- and take pictures or video of yeah, it. Yeah, based on the video, right I there. thought it was only like 200 people there. That's why I yeah. was shocked. But I mean, I, I didn't go, go all the way up to the stage, but I got one table away from yeah. the stage. I mean, he was right there. It was really awesome. It was really super cool. I was like, I have to, you know. And you got this because you consistently steal money from this casino. That's why they ask you to come to this? I play well. I will say that. And I think they appreciate the fact that I play well. That doesn't and make sense to me. 
I play well. That means that I put a lot of money through the machine. Right. Even though it's not all my money. Like, I can put $100 in a machine and I can play for four or five hours. And all they care about is how much money goes through the machine every time. So whether I win or lose that $100 back, if I take... If I don't put any more money in that machine, but I play for that long, that's thousands of dollars going through the machine in that amount of time. Because it's a give and take. Oh, I see. So that's how they, that's ah. what they, have. that's what they care about. Because eventually they're going to get their money back. You play long enough, although I'm smart enough to leave when I know I should leave or move to a different game. But what was really funny is after the, after the show, they give you a, a box and it had like a bunch of, um, it had a deck of gold cards in it that were 30th anniversary cards. It had this gold coin in it that was 30th anniversary coin. And it also had a $100 free play check. It had a $150 match play check, which means if I go, like when I go tonight, I'll go and sit at the the um, the blackjack table. And if I put $150 down, they will match it. Wow. So if I, I figure I'm just going to go play blackjack because if I win... Then I'm I'm only losing that hundred and fifty bucks, but they gave me another hundred in free play, so I'm really only losing fifty bucks, right? But if I win on that, I, I double my money, you know, plus more because I'm only putting one hundred fifty dollars down. They're putting one hundred fifty dollars down too, and they match it. So then if I win, if I win on you know three hundred dollars, then I get another three hundred dollars, and then I have six hundred dollars, and I'll walk away. And I also got you know more credit for the steakhouse too, so. <laughs> Like tonight, my mom and I are going to the steakhouse. I have two hundred dollar credit, so that'll cover our dinner. I'm not paying anything to eat. Why not? And you're have you ever done the math? Like you overall, you're ahead. Oh my god, yes! Because last week after the show, Jennifer yes. Jones Lee was oh god, she doesn't play slot machines a lot, so she was she would walk around with me, and we played a couple slot machines together. And then and then she said, "Well, show me like some of your favorite slot machines." So I showed her the Powerball machine where. I put in about 50 bucks a Powerball machine. Didn't really pay me anything. So I lost my 50 bucks in the Powerball machine. And I said, well, let's go play the Monopoly machine, my favorite Monopoly machine. So we walk over to the Monopoly machine, and I sit down. I put 100 bucks in the Monopoly machine, right? Put 100 bucks in. About 20 bucks in, I get the bonus game, right? Oh, you get to spin the wheel. Boom. Spin the wheel. It goes around. It goes around. And Jennifer's looking. It goes around. And it's like coming up on like 20 bucks. I'm like, watch. It's going to hit like 20 or 25. But in between the 20 or 25, there's a thousand. So the turn, it goes, it, <laughs> the machine goes around. Spins, spins, spins. Boom. It lands on a thousand. <laughs> and she's like, you just won a thousand dollars. I said, I did. And now I will cash out and we will go. <laughs> <laughs> listen to that listen to that <laughs> maniacal laugh <laughs> so i plan to win another thousand dollars when i'm out there tonight see it's all about the attitude you go in with a positive attitude you're going to win something that's my personal opinion listen i never would have thought that until i've met you and now i've seen it happen multiple times i'm drinking the kool-aid <laughs> so one of the last things i want to do before we're done is uh so yesterday i treated myself to twenty dollars in treat in, yourself yeah, I thought, you know, my birthday's coming up. I'm going to treat myself to $20 in scratchers. Oh. Right? Have you scratched them? Oh, I did. Oh, did you? See, what's, what, how much is on that one? Oh, man. I how much did I win on that out? one? I got to read the, Just oh, 50 at... bucks. Oh, no, 100 bucks? Yep. Are you kidding me? How much is on that one? Oh, my God, Cube, how do you do? You know what it is? You've got the best karma of anybody I've ever known. So See the it one has, that's scratched off? The one that's matched? The one that's totally scratched off. The one that's totally scratched With off. With a dollar amount. See it? 
I'm looking. See where it says 15? On the bottom? No. You see it says 15. Oh, $15? Okay. Okay. And then this one, you see where my finger is? How much did I win on there? Another $5? Okay. And then this one, you oh see how God. much and I went on there? And then this one. And then this one, $25. So that's 25 plus 5 is 30 plus 15 is 45 uh-huh. plus 100. It's $145. And you spent- 20 what? bucks. Oh, my gosh. I feel like, you know how we have uh, sponsors that, you know, help you invest in commercial property? Yes. I feel like we should create a REIT for you. I probably should. Yeah. We should have a Michelle REIT for gambling. It might. Where everybody just floats you money and makes you a whale and then you return their investment <laughs> like 10% or whatever the winnings are. Yeah. So I did well on the scratchers. So I'm, I'm hoping that bodes well for my luck tonight. We'll see. I'm going to play that $150 we'll match. I wish you see. guys could see her face. The we'll see. <laughs> Her eyes are saying everything except for we'll see. We're going to win. She's seen the... Yes. We're going to win. <laughs> so before I go, I wanted to challenge all of you out there, and you too, Justin. Oh. You know the band Queen, right? Yes. Okay. Well, one of my favorite songs from Queen is uh, is is the song that... I want it all. I want it all. Is this the song that plays when you're playing the yes. Monopoly? Like, it does. I want it now. <laughs> So that's one of my favorite Queen songs, and this was the subject of a huge argument my husband and I had the other day that started a continuing argument that's been going for a long for a few days now, because I told him that that is one of my top 10 Queen songs, and he said, that can't be possible, because there are too many good Queen songs that are better than that song to be in top 10. There's no way that's in your top 10. And so I went through my list of top 10 songs, and he got pissed <laughs> because all the songs that he would expect that should be on the top 10 list were not. are not the ones that I that necessarily picked. And so we're having this back and forth about what the top 10 Queen songs are. So if you're listening to this and you're a fan of Queen, I want you to email me at michelle at kfi640.com. Give me your ten top 10 Queen songs. Okay? all Out of all the Queen songs there are... Your top 10. If you could only listen to 10 Queen songs, what 10 Queen songs would they be? All right. So I want you to think about that, too. Because I'm going to get my, my husband's list, and then I'll have my list next week, and we'll go through them. Because I think I'm right. <laughs> because I think I'm right. I now, am. are you going to – is your point in this is to have, like, a democracy and to essentially mean that if you have more people get on your list, yes. then you are right and he is then wrong? I'll, then I'll shove it in his face. I really don't think that's going to work. But Based on what I know of your husband's mentality, <laughs> he's all not. he's going to go is, all this has shown me is that other people are stupid. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> because he got mad especially because I'd said – Bohemian Rhapsody, while a great song, would not oh, be yeah, in my no, that's, top ten. List. Oh yeah, no, he's wrong if he thinks Bohemian. Here's the thing: uh, I know I'm burning this. We're going to talk next week, but uh, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody is great from a production standpoint. It right. was also, if I remember the story correctly, it was a song that nobody would make. Right. So if you if you give it like the story of it, the epic, yes, then yes, then it, it belongs. But the, for music, say compared to what they've done, right. While the most complex, it's. Not no. He also thinks the Highlander song, the song they did for the Highlander movie, I don't even remember that be, one. Should be in the top ten. I'll I'll play it for you next week. But Bohemian Raps is a strong eleven. That's what I said. Yeah. That's what I said, but he said no. Great. I so, look forward right, to so him no longer allowing songs. us to do this podcast. Well, <laughs> that is gonna be all for us this week. You can um you could check me out check out the website KFIM640.com, keyword producer Michelle. Justin's got a podcast, the dad podcast. It mm-hmm. is new every week. 
What's your topic this week? Uh, actually, I am going to do some uh, tweaking of my format. I think this week I'm going to do an episode by myself. The last episode that's already out is, I think, the, it's the single parent talking yeah. mm-hmm. with uh, Rachel Gibbs. And it came out really, really good, uh, dating as a single parent. But I'm going to do some, like... Uh, I'm going to find some crazy ladies that you're happy you're not married to and horrible parents Ooh. that we can make fun of. That's so check plan. that out at thedadpodcast.com. You yep. can also follow Justin on Twitter at KFI Justin. Yep. You can follow me on Twitter at Prod Michelle and Princess on Instagram at PGK the Chi. That's pretty much all I have for you this week. I just want you to remember. You is smart. You is kind. kind. You is important. important. That's so good. See you next week.